Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Making Creative Marketing Show. Today, we're talking about how to measure and track your marketing system. Uh, and, and this is also more of like a how to develop a marketing system that you can measure and track. On a, on a wider scale, if I were to ask you, do you have any issue coming up with a funnel, steps, a marketing system for your business? I would think more often than not, most people have a pretty good idea of what those steps would be or what that funnel would look like. And so there's not a whole lot to be said without specifically looking at your business to say like, hey, these are the steps that you should be taking. We've worked with a lot of different businesses. We've tried a lot of different marketing tactics and strategies. And so there's a lot to be said for creating this. And it's really kind of built to suit. Now, there are like some key plug-in pillars and we'll kind of talk about those. But aside from that, you know, this is this is up to you. This is your world. This is the creative marketing podcast. So you are creating whatever it is that you want. It's all up to you. So for the for the better or for the worse. So looking at this, I think what most people do is they they think, and I even I did this was like I need this. Okay, and me needing something is not probably the right terminology. I wanted it because I thought I needed it. And I thought I needed this crucial step in my marketing strategy and my marketing system because it would do X, Y, and Z for me. It would make me look more professional. It would give the appearance that I had my shit together. And what it really did is it just convoluted the system that I was trying to create, which didn't really need to be that complicated. So I'll give you a handful of examples here. You know, over time, right? Depending on how, on how long your system, how, how long your business has been around, how long you've tried to, you know, make updates to your marketing and revitalize this system and whatever iterations that you've gone through. More often than not, things have probably cropped up into that system, into your marketing that you don't need, whether it's softwares, whether it's systems, landing pages, you name it, social accounts. And so it, it's a good time to really look at those. And if you're asking yourself the question of, I'm not really sure, like, what does this do for me? All right. And that's a good thing to go through every kind of step of your marketing system to, to really ask that because in the hopes of creating a trackable and measurable marketing system, it's great to be able to, to like actually say like, what is the goal of this step? Like, what am I really trying to get out of this? Because at the end of the day, if it's just fluff, then it's really creating friction you know, between you and your potential audience, potential customer or client, and it's not doing anything for you. So therefore, why have it? And so this is kind of where like, you know, pruning all of the steps, all of the tools, all of the processes that you have in place. Because again, going back to what I said before, I don't think many people really need a whole lot of help developing this system. Like it's it's very logical. Like if you take your customer journey, right, and you outline it and you really put a lot of thought into like your avatar and the steps that they would take to probably find you because, you know, let's just take my wife for example. She's a nurse practitioner and, you know, she she doesn't have her own practice, we'll call it yet. But I would know what people would be searching for to find her because of her interests, right? The services that she's probably going to provide. It's, it's very easy to come up with those. And so therefore, naturally, you can start producing content around those. A content, like what content? Where would they be searching for this? Where would they see this? And then, you know, okay, if they saw this, what would be the next logical step that they would take to be able to get more from her, to learn more? 
And so, you know, you go through that whole system and then you, you come out with your rough draft. Okay. Now this is the tricky part because it takes testing and iterations and modifications. You might have a, a marketing system that already works. The issue with it is that it's not trackable or measurable, or maybe it is, and you haven't really looked at it. And that's another issue entirely. But if you have the system, but you don't know how to track it, like that's, that's where, that's where we run into a lot of issues. You know, we work with clients all the time. They're like, Hey, like we funnel everybody to this. I'm like, great. This should be broken up into multiple steps, right? Like, you know, sometimes you can get rid of a whole step, whole, you know, whole level of the funnel and just simplify it, right? Because there's just too much value. There's too many steps for them to, to go through before they get directly to you right? To the contact page, the booking page, whatever it is. And making those steps very clear. And you, you know, you could go through the, the click funnels method. You could go through the one-stop shop method where like, hey, every landing page has everything that you need. It's extremely long. It provides value, answers these questions. You know, who knows what the tactic is and whatever book you're reading or other podcast you're listening to. Tactics aren't in today's discussion per se. But if you do not actually know how to track these systems, like how to track, like how, what is the progress between somebody finding my, you know, finding my content out there on social, maybe if we're using social as a top of the funnel content marketing and they subscribe or they follow, like that's a step. Okay. But it's not a step in my marketing funnel, right? Or my marketing system. Like it's not something that either you're tracking or is super important to you. And, and maybe it is, but if you have these steps outlined where I want to increase subscribers, subscribers go to digital downloads and digital downloads convert to a small offer, right? A low ticket offer. And that low ticket offer is then retargeted and presented with, you know, a medium to higher ticket offer. And it doesn't, like I said, doesn't, these steps don't have to be complicated. And again, it varies on your business, but if we're looking at this, keep it in a three-step, three steps, pretty easy to envision if you're listening to this podcast and doing something else. If you're in those three steps, is your system set up to be able to measure and track those easily? Okay. And a lot of people, I think, do overcomplicate this. And I think what the steps are simple, the measuring is simple, but the effort and automation and the technological hurdle that you have to overcome in order to set this up, I think really deters people. And so I think I can provide hopefully some insight here to make this easier. Okay. So one of the ways if you, you know, setting up Google Analytics and Google Tag Manager, it's a whole mess of worms. Okay. But this is not to deter you from doing it. Okay. Some people, and even me in the past have done this where it's actually super simple. If you're okay with creating your website, right? So we use show it for a lot of our, our website creation for, for clients and for ourselves. It's very simplistic. It allows you to essentially almost make a separate desktop and, and mobile site. Now they have to have the same components and you can hide certain things because they don't appear as well on social and it's too convoluted. So it's great. And, and so what we do is we will create all of your basic web pages. So if we're gonna you know, look at your marketing funnel and your website's gonna play host to, to 90% of it, then we look at the web pages. And so you set up these web pages in the thought that if somebody visits, visits this page, they are at this point, okay? And this is very simplistic, but let's say you have a subscriber pop-up, all right? Well, you know that if they get this pop-up and if 
they, they fill it out, you can actually put a redirect URL in there. And that URL is just another, another web page. And that web page can be just for successful email subscriber signups. The only way that they would ever reach that is if they were to complete that form. It's not accessible through your main menu. That's the only way they would find it. And so you would know if I made this page and somebody got there, that's a successful email subscriber signup. And it's great to have redundancies because you can look at Google Analytics and you can say like, hey, did somebody visit this page? Great. If they did, if I look at my email platform, then it should probably correlate to the fact that like I've had five visits, I've had five signups, right? Very simplistic. Now, there's room for error in there, but we're moving on. Now, let's say that you are working on, what's, what's a good way? We'll go to contact form, okay? So they've subscribed to your newsletter, and now we're looking at like a contact form, all right? So there's two different ways you can look at this. You can do this where you use the same contact form and the same link for your website, okay? So what I'm saying is like, it would just be like the makerycompany.com forward slash contact, okay? So that is like the outward facing contact form. And that contact form is for all external uses, so not within your email list. So you have that same thing, that form has another, if they submit it, has another URL redirect that says like, hey, forward slash, or themakerycompany.com forward slash contact page, and then forward slash success, right? And so that would be the delineation of like, okay, hey, you've successfully signed up and contacted us. It would give them some relevant information and redirect them. And so again, therefore, if they visit that page, you know you've had a lead, okay? And that should correlate to your CRM or however you're tracking potential clients. And so that's very easy. So if we look at email signups, we look at leads, and then you can look at like offers, okay? So if you're sending a special offer, you would create a landing page. And for those of you who don't know what a landing page is, a landing page really is just a separate page that is, again, not attached to your specific site that has all the relevant information that somebody would need to make a purchase or a decision to book, schedule, whatever it is. Like that's, that's just a landing page. And what you can do is if you're running ads or if you are sending out emails to a subscriber list that you know you, you feel would purchase from you, what you would do is you create that landing page, you would use that URL, you would embed that into your email saying, hey, this is a limited time offer, blah, 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 blah. You would use that URL that nobody else could get unless they, A, were on your email list, or B, saw your ad. And then, same thing, if there's some sort of contact form, action, purchase, there would be an embedded URL that if they were to successfully complete said transaction, would forward them to another successful, like success page. Hey, successful booking, successful purchase, blah, 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 blah. And you would know from that page, and you know, it's the page title, that they have successfully purchased this. Okay, so a subscriber, they've contacted you, they've inquired, and then they've purchased. Okay, so like if you look at those three easy steps, you can be able to, you should be able to go into Google Analytics and be like, if I looked at these three pages, okay, what are those, right? If you pull those up, hey, successful email subscriber, successful inquiry, successful purchase, you look at those and those should line up to all three. So you don't have to necessarily go into your dashboard for your email campaigns. You wouldn't have to to go into your CRM for that and you wouldn't have to go into like, you know, whatever POS or checkout software you're using. That is very simplistic. 
and that system can be built upon, right? So for example, you could also be offering a free digital download and you can be running ads for that free digital download. That digital download can be housed and made on a custom landing page. And that custom landing page can also have its own successful uh, web page that is measured. And so that is how a lot of people in the beginning will set up their simplistically tiered marketing system, marketing funnel, and you can measure the health of it by, hey, not many people are converting from this to this. And so you start looking and you start refining, okay, what do I need to do between step one and two to either make it more efficient? Is there some sort of lag time there? Is it not displaying properly on mobile or desktop? And so it just becomes more of like a troubleshooting issue. And once you get that template down for all of that, it's much easier to create a brand new offer. It's a much easier to just duplicate that same template process and make another digital download to be able to start running a new ad to it, to be able to track it. Like it's once you do it once or twice, it becomes very easy to measure the success of that. And there's a lot of things that we didn't even talk about. And that is like, okay, what if you're just using social for this. Okay. And what do I mean by that? If you know, most of your website's not great, but you're very active on social, you have multiple social media platforms, you could look at it like this. And I've, I've heard this from somebody else, but they use TikTok as like their top of funnel, then they use Instagram as the step below that, and then it funnels them to YouTube. So essentially, all their content hierarchy is max, maximum exposure, then it's providing a little bit more value, a little bit more value. You can even throw a podcast in, in, in between one of those to the point where then they're signing up for her course. Okay. And that's the same thing. Like that's another way you could look at creating your funnel. You can create it, make it look any way you want it. It just has to, you know, A, work and B, be measurable and trackable. So if you're sitting here and you're like, all right, I got some work to do, don't overcomplicate it. Like start with what works because if it doesn't convert, then you know what step that you have to be working on the first step and it really just be kind of comes one of those so as long as you have it outlined if as long as you know what the projected steps are that they're going to take you don't have to worry too much about steps two and three until they get there and once you start funneling people successfully into step one and trying to convert them into step two that's when you can start refocusing your energy and your effort to see like okay now what's the problem what do we need to do we need a better offer? Do we need a better landing page? Does it need to have more or less? Can I add a t- customer testimonial? And that's where you know you can get into the the next realm of A/B testing and really looking at very specific things. Is it you know the title that I'm using? Is it the verbiage? Is it how big the button is? Is the call to action not clear enough? And all those things can be measured. But in the beginning, if you're setting all this up on your website. What it does is you eventually, as you're ready for you know the next iteration of improving your, your marketing system or funnel, there, there's already more analytics attached to it. And that's the great part. So setting up Google Analytics and doing that web, web page by web page, you have more insight than you need until you're ready for it. Like how long are they on there? What's the bounce rate, click-through rate? Like it's there's so many things that you can do, but if you set it up in that in that fashion, it's a lot easier for you to to be ready for the second step as opposed to having to throw that out and go, you know, make a whole new system that now allows you to track and get more data. So, well, y'all, that's it. It's just for some insight. It is 428 a.m. So kids have been a little crazy lately. So I had to wake up a little extra early for this episode. But 
Nonetheless, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks for listening. If you guys haven't already, plug here, sign up for our email list. We've got some some freebies coming very, very soon. So 50 content marketing props. So if you have trouble coming up with ideas for creating content, we're dropping 50 of them for you. And there'll be much more in there. We'll let you know about the YouTube videos, the podcast, the digital downloads that are coming. And we're going to, I'm going to try and do something in person or live within the next month where we'll either stream it if we do something in person, or if we have, you know, no meetup location, we're going to do something live uh, and not a ton of people will be there. I don't, I don't think not just yet, but if you, if you make it, you'll get some, some nice one-on-one attention there. So subscribe there. You'll find out all about it and we'll see you on the next one.